FMX Network Production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show presented by Maxis Tires, Renthal, and Motosport.com on RacerXOnline.com. With your continuing gracious support of our sponsors, we're thriving at over 1,800 podcasts delivered with over 20 million downloads. Click the Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out. Donate via Patreon if it suits you. And as always, enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us. The original Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews, race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's the voice bringing it all to you, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody, to the Fly Racing Racer X Podcast, Dallas Supercross Review. Thank you for listening. Appreciate it. This is a remote edition. We are deep, deep, deep in the heart of the woods of Florida, uh, JT's uh, area area to be specific and thank you to the folks at fly racing man 25 years of fly whether it's uh, justin brayton whether it's dean wilson whether it's the points leader max anstey they're all running fly ra- racing and uh, we thank them head to toe they've got you covered they got the goggles helmet boots gear that you need thank you to the folks at fly racing for making this podcast happen Renthal and maxis and motorsport.com as well we'll tell you more about those guys later on uh Renthal, though rental.com monster energy kawasaki factory honda Red Bull KTM using Renthal products, chains, sprockets, bars, all of it, uh, uh, the folks at Renthal. Thank you to those guys. All right. Uh, as I said, remote edition with me to talk about Dallas and break it all down. A couple of gentlemen who were at the race. First up, the man was in the booth with Ricky Carmichael. He's my boss at RacerX Online. Jason Wygan, what's up, Weege? Yeah. I want to thank uh, Jet Lawrence there for falling late, uh, which turned the TV show to uh, 10 or 11 there at the end. Um, you can only announce as well as the racing that is given to you. And, uh, that turned, and then you combine that with Tomax, um, charge and Deegan Fortner and all that. And it ended up being a pretty darn epic night when it didn't really look like it might be for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Right. At some point it was jet Lawrence and Austin Fortner runaway wins, right? Yeah. Points leaders are just going to (laughs) lead almost every lap and that's it. Right. Uh, Also on the line from fly racing, uh, pit reporter, Jason Thomas, what's up, JT? Not too much. We uh, we missed you this weekend, Steve. That was a, a strange race to miss. The uh, one of the best venues of the year. Yeah, no, it's it's a, it's a good race. Uh, track looked really good. Um, dirt was was good. Dirt was sketchy though. Holy crap, did it look like it broke down a lot, man? Holy smokes! Uh, and I know you know this group text. I'm in with a bunch of these janky privateer guys they had some they they saw god in the in the words of phil nicoletti a few times out there so track got brutal yeah it's interesting um on the outside you know i feel like you always hear this judgment of the tracks based on the layout and you hear the riders at the end of the night their thoughts don't echo any of that it is zero to do with the layout or okay maybe not zero maybe it's about eight percent the trickiness of the track is due to the layout and 92% of the trickiness is based on the dirt and transitions and pockets and holes mm-hmm. and uh, cups and, and the whoops and this stuff. 
And that's determined on where the dirt is stored, whether there's a monster jam the week before, whether it's new dirt, you know what I mean? That's all yep. added. How many to laps? Equation. Also, all how many? Yep. Yes, all of it. So, yeah. yeah, you're right. It's it's uh, it's a lot to do with that for sure. Because, yeah, I mean, how many three-footers and five-footers and nine whoops can you make in a combo, right? So it's kind of all the same stuff. It's just all the other things that we just talked about come into play. Uh, it did look like a like a brutal track, though. I guess let's let's start with Jet. Uh, this is this is this is why it's hard to win titles when you're rookies. This is this is you know what happens. Um, he'll he'll learn from it just like he did for the other races. I thought in Glendale he rode a really smart race to take that third. That's what people do. But then yeah, we each this, stuff like this happens. Uh, yeah, it does. Um, yes and no, though. Um, you know, compared to some of the other crashes in that same section, we will talk about it was. You know, even Jet's crashes are graceful. But I got to say, he um, he went down in the sand. Dude, this, I don't know what was going on in the final practice session, but dudes were going down nonstop in the sand. And he's had a couple of near misses, you know, good saves the last couple of weeks. Every one of them is not brutality. But yeah, he's racked up a lot of, ooh, got lucky with that one, got lucky with that one, got lucky with that one. None of them are that earth-shattering when he hits the ground. But yeah, it is a little alarming how many... Crashes that weren't bad and close calls that he saved. They are starting to pile up a bit. Uh, and then JT, like the move on freeze, like, or the move with, like, we all, I, we all saw that coming. For, what are you doing? What are you doing? And then he goes, he does that. And that's an example of just trying to rush it, you know, and obviously Vince going much slower than him. Yeah. And he took the blame in the interview after the race. Yeah. You know, he just said, I, I should have known he would still be there and not be gone. Um, and I think he, saw an opportunity that if, if Vince was going faster, Vince wouldn't be there when he got there and mm. he would have a chance to take that inside away from Webb. Uh, unfortunately for him, Vince either checked up trying to get out of Cooper's way or was just going slow on his own accord. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's like uh, in days of thunder uh, when the crew chief tells Cole trickle, you just stay in it and you hope that whatever's happening in front of you by the time you get there is gone. Unfortunately, Vince was not gone when Jack got there. And uh, yeah, we saw what happened. Yeah. I mean, that, uh, that was a second or maybe a first to a fourth, right? That's all, yeah. but yeah. he still has a points lead, still has a points lead. So that, I think when you're, if you're Jet and Lars and everybody in the camp, you're like, well, we threw away a win. Then we threw away a second and we're still in the points lead. So, yeah. Yeah. And I, I told him he didn't know until about, six seconds before we went live on the, uh, the post-race interview. Um, and they're like, Hey, do we, or what's the points? And I'm like, you're, you're still three ahead. And it was like, you know, kind of a sigh of relief for everybody around him. You know, they, they knew that the race didn't go they, the way they wanted. They, you could argue that he threw away a win away there. Uh, but yeah, still, you know, you literally only lost two points, big picture, mm -hmm. you know, and a lot of, there's a lot of shuffling right behind him. But, uh, in the end it's pass fail for winning a title and you only lost two points. Yeah. Yeah. So all of that is, you know, on the positive side, because honestly, I mean, sitting at home watching the race, he goes to fourth and I'm like, Oh, who's got the red plate. Who's got the red plate. Cause I did not think jet would still the red plate. Just kind of right. rough, rough math in my head. Right. I, I was like, and then, yeah, there we go. He's still got the red plate with all of that. So, um, I but, think what this all comes down to is like one of two things is going to happen, right? He's going to learn on the fly enough to prevent these near misses or one of them is going to get him right. Like, I feel like that's, that's going to define 
the whole season, either way. Um, I, I feel like he's his own worst enemy, right? And he might not but, be, but I, we also I, see the potential. I think he figures it out. I'm going to vote for that. He figures it out. Oh, yeah, there's definitely a so. world. I mean, I've been saying all along, we have to leave the carve out that he does. I, I, it's just, to me, that's the number one question in the series right now. Will he? And I, I would say, yeah, I'd say the odds are better that he does. But it's certainly a possibility mm-hmm. that one of these is going to get him. Yeah, yeah. No, I think you're right. Um, Cooper Webb, though, this is what he this is what he does. Now he couldn't he couldn't do what he does, I guess, by whittling away at Jets lead and and, and riding a beat up track um, faster than guys late in the race. But he stayed within you know four seconds, six seconds, enough that you know when Jet went down, he grabbed the win. Like it, it was you know yeah, it was it was great. Um, that's that's so- kind of a Okay. I have a question for you. Uh, is that, was that jet just managing things and then he made one mistake, but jet doing what jet always does, which is like, yeah, maybe they're going to close it, but they never really do. And, or was that Webb um, hold, holding on because Webb in his post-race interview was like, yeah, I don't, I didn't, I, I thought it was kind of over. Like I didn't think I was going to be able to do anything with it. So no, I, no, think, I, I Webb, think it was over. Okay. No, I, I think it was over. He wasn't catching him, but by not giving up and really fighting to the end and doing all he can, you know, he got a win. Like right. okay. he, he wasn't going to catch Jet. I don't. I don't think. Right. Right. Just no, hanging in there was, allowed him to get around yes. him when he crashed. Yeah, and so I guess when I said typical Cooper Webb, the typical Cooper Webb would have caught Jet and won, but I, I guess I meant just just hanging around and figuring it out and. Staying close, you know, got in the win. But yeah, he's good at Dallas, man. He's good at Dallas. <laughs> what, he is, is but... six wins. <laughs> That's Was crazy that he has six wins. That is nuts. But man, I, I, I even talked to him Saturday morning uh, before practice and he's like, this is my jam. And then it was not like it wasn't, it was not good in practice. The heat race was bad. Although I do think the four fifties going first is worst case scenario for him particularly. But, uh, it was not coming together. And I know everyone listening to this is going to say, yeah, but that's what Webb does. He has not been 11th and 12th in qualifying this year. That has not been what he's been doing this year. No. Um, this was not even close to what he was in Detroit, which is just two races ago. It wasn't going the, the way I expected it to go and the way well, he probably expected it to go. It, he was on the road. race. How about oh, that? He race is bad. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I, did, did he change anything? Did we, did we know anything? No, team, he, uh, he said in the with the fire. He yeah, said in ahead. the interview that the, mm-hmm. yeah, he said in the interview that they basically just told him like get it together. Like you're not mm-hmm. riding yeah. like yourself. You know, you're in his words, you're a bad mofo, which I'm sure they use different phrasing than that. And you need to just pull your head out of your ass. Like literally that's what he said. Yeah. Um so I don't I don't think they made huge changes. He just kind of mentally snapped out of it. I yeah. do feel one yeah, thing yeah. with these heats going first and JT you can talk about this having having raced these things before. The the difference in heat race track now and main event track for 450, it has to almost be not comparable. Yeah, it is, but I, I don't think that's why he was good or bad. Like, it's not oh. like he's been a heat race dominator. I, I don't personally believe so. I just don't think he was, he had intensity. I, I don't mm-hmm. think he was riding the way he knows how. Like, if you look, he's capable of going fast on a, on a good track. You know, the early laps in Detroit, he was really fast too. Like he crashed, but it wasn't like they were just pushing him around the way they did in Arlington in that heat race. So, mm. um, I, I mean, we've seen this in the past guy. I, I've done it myself. You, 
are just not riding very well. And you're just like, you know what? I, I'm going to turn this around. Like, I don't know what I'm doing out there, but I'm going to fix this here and now. And I, I think you just saw that. Like, we've seen Chad Reed do it, I don't know, 15 times <laughs> where he struggles all day and then he just pulls it together and, and he's a totally different guy in the main event. And I think that's what we saw from Webb. Yeah, it would have been interesting to see if he didn't get the start that he needed, right? Like, mm. could he could he pull that? I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess he got the start in the heat, so whatever. But it, it definitely, definitely... Look like a new but guy. His lap times are really good. Like he was, yeah. he, you know, he, he, I think if in the heat race, he got eaten alive, right? Like he was clearly too slow and they were just pushing him out of the way. Like get out of our way. You're slow. The, the main event, it wasn't that at all. Like he, yeah. if anything, he pulled away from the guys behind him. You know, it just, if, if this is a non jet Lawrence era, he wins that race easily. I mean, he won anyway, but it would have been yeah. a, a wire to wire dominant win by Webb. That would have been the headline. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think with Jet, like when you go back to Jet maintaining it or what, I mean, I think the track was probably so brutal that he was, you know, riding at a speed that enabled him to to get through that thing. Because, man, the, the guys I talked to today, the people I was texting with, they just said that it was so hammered. So I don't think Jet could have maybe gone any faster. Maybe that was just a nice 70% level, right, of on that track at that time, and it bit him anyways. But... I mean, yeah, still I got the so. points lead, so yep. still got the points lead. He's up by up by three. Uh, Eli Tomac, yeah, that was a great ride. That was that was beast mode. That was a his crash was so. <laughs> I don't know that 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 was something like uh, I don't know that was a weird crash. But man, yeah, he was a high on. side. I've seen it a lot. Right, you grab too much front brake and then you just slide. Yeah, but then not from Tomac. Yeah, I just that yeah. that dynamic, that type of crash, I've seen many, yes. many times. Um, but yeah, that was uh that looked like something I would do. <laughs> with arm pump, yeah, it's it's right? it's tough. I mean, it's uh you grab a handful of brake and you don't expect it to slide. It, it basically slides in the catches yeah. and when it catches you go flying. Yeah. Um but I, I think the the real question here is back to the back to the storyline you and I are kind of on the opposite sides of is Yes, here it comes baby. Ride. Yeah, I mean, we have to. That type of ride is what I've Listen, been waiting for. Yeah, I, it was great. It was beast no, mode I mean, for say, sure. Listen, like I'm not, I'm not coming at you. I'm just saying we need to revisit this. Like we have to talk about what does this mean? No, we don't. We don't have to revisit anything. We don't. No, no I, I do. It, I, I certainly this, do. This is look. If anybody should know, it's it's Wygant. This is this is a Wygant. He's used this term. I don't know. No, this theory. He Wygant's used this theory in our podcast a hundred times. I'm, I'm very over the years. Very, Eager to find out what this is you're going to say here. Be- Weege, you know what happens when the guys get older. Stu, Chad, Eli, oh. they can pull it out. They can do this on their nights. This is a good race for Eli. He can do it. He can pull it out. Uh, I-, I said last week that he can win races and he can podium. I didn't say anything about not winning or not podium, but. Um, oh. you know, he's fifth in the points. So, but we just theory, I mean, I think it's solid for this. Oh. I think, I think I had not thought of what... that interpretation. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, oh. and I always have that made, made that point before the speed doesn't go away. It's just being that balls to the walls fast every single week, every time that goes away first, but there'll still be some races of the year where you're still that guy. So Steve, you're thinking this was just that this isn't Tomac turned a corner. This is, he's going to have this six or seven times this year. And this was one of them. 
Yeah, I mean, I think so. Just what, what oh. did we see from Kent? What did we see from Kenny last last race, right? No. Just just oh, one of so those. You think, you think Glendale was a one-off for Kenny? Well, just in, in the ability to win on, on a weekend, yeah. Okay. Like, just he was on it. He was great. He was amazing. And he won the race. And then Tomac will be mate, great and amazing, and he'll do rides like this. But, I mean, he he's fifth in the points. He was yeah, seventh. Closer than he was. So, that, so yeah, he's Starting closer is... than what he was. Yeah, you know? I don't, I don't know. He's 13 I, I think, back. I, I just don't think, and I, and I'm going to stand by it. And I had, I don't know, several people come up to me this weekend and go, are you like, is, is Steve serious? Like saying Tomac's out, he's out of the championship. <laughs> like he can't win it. And I'm like, I don't know, man, you should take it up with him. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. You listen to the podcast. You tell me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I just don't think you, I don't know how you can possibly say that about a guy who has done what he's done and they just showed you what he showed you on Saturday. Like, how can you say that? I've been preaching the same message for three months that it's going to take him a long time to get back. It's going to take him longer than it, than everybody thinks. I've been saying the same thing. And now we're going into his best races of the year. We're going into Daytona. We're going into the back stretch of the season to count him out. Now to me is absolutely asinine. It is crazy talk to me. And maybe he doesn't Great. win it. Like, I'm I'm 100% okay with him not winning it. I get it. But to say he can't win it, like, he's too far out after watching that, and you're going to stand behind it, like, I don't uh, have at Great. it. Great. Great. Yeah. For it. Yeah, he's still got, he's got to beat Jay Sexton, AP, Cooper Webb, and Jet Lawrence. So go go so, on, Eli. And I, I'm looking yeah, forward to seeing you're this. You're telling me that if you're – your thesis is that he can't win the title because he's got to make up six points on Aaron Plessinger over the next eight rounds. Okay. Like I'll, I'll that you stand behind that. Go for it. Like, I don't, I don't, yep. I don't know what to tell you, man. I, yeah. Yeah. He, I mean, look again, again, and on all these idiots on social media, I didn't say he can't win. I you didn't did. say he you can't said podium. He, you said he, you said win he's races. Too far out of, he, he can't he win too far I, out. I, I can't he win races. Out. I, I said, I, can't, I said, he can win races and he can get on the box and all of that. I'm not counting that part out. I never said that. So when everybody says, Oh, he didn't even this, this race should have been a third. This should have been a third. It was a second. He didn't even win. He rode great. He rode amazing. I'm not, I'm not taking anything away. He was, he was old Eli Tomac, but does old Eli Tomac maybe win? Does he catch jet and Cooper Webb? Maybe. I mean, we've seen Eli Tomac put on all time rides. Carmichael level rides and this one should have been a third, but Hey, he still rode great, but just there's an example of maybe the old Eli Tomac wins this thing from a crash. I don't think so. I, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Who knows? Well, okay. I feel so like the fundamental argument this week is so JT Steve saying this isn't Tomac needed time and now he's had enough time and now he's figuring it out and now he's putting it together. Steve's thesis here is that you're going to see this a couple times here and there throughout the year, but it won't happen enough for him to win the title. JT, do you think this is a sign that he has turned the corner and we're going to see a lot of this now? Obviously, right? I, I've been saying from the very beginning that don't judge Eli off of January. Don't judge him early. It's going to take too long. You can't stay off the bike for five months and be your best right away. Like I've never seen it in my entire life as this doesn't happen that way. And I was not shocked to see Eli struggle early on. I'm not saying he's going to win a title. I'm just saying to count him out after six races to me is a mistake. 
it is a mistake. And I think this weekend was a very powerful message of like, you don't think that guy's still there and you don't think he can make up points. These guys aren't infallible. It's not like somebody's running away and has four wins on the season is like clearly the best guy. And it's not like, it's been all over the map. Like we run that, that parody graphic every week for good reason, because the points are all over the place. So to me saying that Tomac can't make up 13 points over, and we're not even halfway. Like I, I don't it's even, not, I don't have a response. Again, again, though, you, you don't get it. Like you're saying can't I, make, he's not second. Yeah. He's not second in the points. 13 it doesn't back. matter. It's 13 it's, points it, is all that matters. That, that doesn't no, matter. No, no, there's no, no. There's points. other racers ahead of him that have right, gathered but, more points in, in, it in seven rounds. Matter, Steve. Okay. Okay. To win the right, title. Cool. It doesn't matter. It's 13 so, or zero. Okay. It does. Yes, it, it. it does. It's 13 or zero to win the title. It doesn't matter if there's 75 people or one, if you're pass fail on winning the championship, all that matters is well, the he's points t- in between he, first he's, and whatever he, he's he is. 10 That's back of Cooper Webb. So he, he, he needs to beat Cooper three straight races. Yeah. First and second place to make up those 10. Okay. Well, if you're going like, to go with the, ex- the Weege math, if they're going to go two, three, two, but three, I'm, two, three, I'm not two, going, three, two, I'm not three. going by the Weege math, but, <laughs> but if you're going to just say that the other racers don't matter, then that's also like, what, what do you know? Like but, Jason Anderson's four back to him. Jason Anderson has beaten I, him in as many races as Tomac has beaten Anderson this year. Anderson's beaten Tomac. They've literally split the difference, I believe on who's beaten who, and he's four back. So if you're Jason Anderson, you're like, Hey man, Tomac's four ahead okay. of me. I've beaten him I'm as not, many times this year. I'm not counting, but I'm not counting Anderson out. You are. That's the thing. That's the difference. I'm not counting anybody out of this thing. Why okay, would well, I look then, at this That's awesome. Why JT, then you can come out? on the podcast and you can get, tell everybody that whoever wins the title, you knew they had it the whole time and you'll continue to waffle and that's fine. You can be the waffle guy. I'm fine with that. That's great. If you want to, to absolutely put no takes out there and no real hard opinions that everybody's in this title fight, then that's great. Good for you. Everybody should you get a balloon. You no, everybody upset. should get a balloon. And, and and we'll go on because everybody's in this according to you. I just, I am not gone too far. No no, I'm unwilling I, I, to count out Eli Tomac just like I was great. last week, just like I am this week. Great. And, and my if you're, and if you're you know, not, that's okay. Yeah, I'm that, just revisiting doesn't sound like this. It. Doesn't sound like you're okay. I just can't believe one race has just made you just go to the wall. No, I said the just same thing one last race. Week. I said the same thing last week. Yeah, but just one race. Now you want to revisit it, and you just we're going to revisit like the, it every like, week. I, you're I you're thought, just the, the no. recency bias guy. So he rode great. He rode amazing. He was great. He was the old Eli on a, on a, in a stadium that he's done really well at. But you can't like, in my, in my opinion, when I'm, when I say something and then he looks a lot better, he cuts the points lead down, right. By like 25% of what he was down. Like that was a significant sign that he still has it in him, right? He, I don't. He cut I don't the points lead down when the leader went down with three laps to go when he was all by himself. That's a part of racing, man. I don't know what okay. to tell you. Okay, cool. But I also look at Jet Lawrence leading seventy-one laps to Eli Tomac's uh, zero, and zero wins. This is well, Tomac's he, longest he winless won, streak. He won one of the. the <laughs> oh no! Eight, eight, <laughs> no, don't go there. No, eight no, 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 don't no, go no. There. Absolutely didn't. Nope, not there. <laughs> Don't go um, there on left sled of triple crowns. Don't get Steve started on that. Nope. We're, oh, we're no. too far and, down this and road. Kyle, Kyle Chisholm got zero points this weekend, according to the points, even though Kyle Chisholm <laughs> did not qualify. He still got zero points awarded. Just like Dylan. 
Ferrandez got zero points. Who made the main? Who knows? We don't know. Nobody knows. Now you're mad at me about the AMA. I, I don't know. No, it's just, I'm just pointing this out again. It's absolutely insanity. Uh, uh, this will be interesting going to Daytona with uh, Tomac. Yeah. Um, he's, what, he's good at Daytona? Yep. Is he good? Uh, just a little bit. <laughs> I mean, he didn't beat Brayton one time, but otherwise... Right. And pretty good. No, he rode great. He, 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 he crushed it. Uh, you know, and, and that's, and that's awesome, but it's a long See, season. Dude, you're probably, you're probably going to be right in that he doesn't win the title. Probably. Right. Because he is 13 points down and he doesn't have the laps. Let. I, I get all that. Like I, I'm just, my only point in all of this is that if you were like holding on to hope that he was going to get back in this fight, sure. that was a hell of a sign of life. It was, it was great. Okay. Then we yep. can let it go there. That's all I'm saying. I thought it was interesting. Um, Tomac's shown a little bit of <clears throat> attitude there on the podium. You never really get anything from him ever uh, in, in no. any direction. Um, kind of clapping back a little bit at people that were saying he was old. And then I also thought it was interesting <clears throat> in the press conference, uh, he was asked about Detroit because he hasn't really done anything since then. And he just said he get arm pump. Um, but he said something I thought that was really interesting. And he said, but I can't blame that all on the bike. He's like, I've been doing this long enough. I should know what it takes to not get arm pump. So that's a lot of that's on me. So I thought that was more revealing than, than usual. Most riders, uh, Steve, I don't know if you've noticed, they'll just take the bike as the out. Um, so good on him to be like, that's on me to set up the bike right for myself. So good on him there, but him clapping back. I don't know if I've ever really seen uh Tomac do that. So that was interesting. I mean, to me. He hears this stuff too. Like, you know, we, I heard enough people saying it to me this weekend. I'm like, man, you guys all hear these things that we're talking about, whatever. Like, I'm sure people are telling him what they hear, right? Like, I don't think he loves hearing that. You know, like, he's probably like, you're counting me out now? You know, like, I don't yeah. think he loves that, too. And I don't think he's, like, mad about it. But at the same time, he's he's his own person. And he's not worried about every other rider. He's only worried about himself. So, yeah, whatever. He, I, I think he put in a great ride, and he's probably going to let us know about it. Whatever. It, it is what it is. I don't, I don't really blame him for it. He did add, and maybe they're right. He did add that. <laughs> yeah. He did. So credit for him. But I, I'm just not used to Tomac uh, being anything more than a cyborg. Uh, hearing things, yeah. responding to yep. things. I thought that was quite interesting. And what I think it also shows, by the way, um, you know, we obviously heard that <clears throat> it was Star. We know Star's not afraid to get on their guys. That worked with Webb in the past, and it obviously worked again on Saturday. Um, I think they were on him a little bit. I think when he says that I can't blame the bike, that's on me. I should know better. Um, I think that reflects star. They do not coddle their guys like other teams do. And I wonder if that's a little bit of this as well. They're probably, I mean, they didn't bring Eli Tomac back to be out of the title after six rounds either. They wanted to be in it. So I wonder if that's a little bit of it too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, Daytona, he's going to do well this weekend. He may not win, but he's going to do well, if not win. And then, you know, we'll go from there, right? We'll see how it, how he is. He's currently in the middle of his longest winless drought in the, as a full-time 450 rider. Wow. So, yeah. well, um, AP third, and I get a good race for AP for sure. But what was impressive was he got back onto Tomac. I don't know if you guys kind of noticed that he got, he did not like Eli was blowing by everybody and yeah. generally, you know, it, that's how it's going to go while Tomac just, uh, yeah. AP picked it up. He was on him. So good job. Yeah. Stay with him. Yeah. He was surprisingly uh, close at the end from what you thought. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I know what you mean. When he got like Tomac went by Sexton and Hunter and then they were just gone. Um, somebody even said like, I looked at 
Sexton and Tomac battling. And then two laps later, I'm like, how the hell is Tomac that far ahead of Sexton already? Yep. Um, but that was not the case with Plessinger. So yeah, impressive. He's yeah. just, yeah. he's just this good now. He's just this good. Yeah. I think he's just, he's just a, a podium guy. Like not always, but like, yeah, just, yeah. Where, where, what, how many podiums did he have coming in? Maybe three, four, not many, right? Yeah. Career podiums. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Four, his, four or his, five or yeah. something. Yeah. Right. Not, yeah. not many. And then now he's just, yeah. One of those dudes, uh, jet Lawrence fourth. We covered that Hunter Lawrence fifth, that, that, that ties his, uh, Glendale career. Best. So that was good. Good, good start for Hunter. He was right there. Um, so yeah, riding much better. Uh, Hunter Lawrence's that's two fifths in a row for him. Um, yeah. Big improvement. Sexton yeah. said he was about 80%, I think from his hand. Did you guys hear that? Yeah. That's what he said on press day. Um, <clears throat> he said it's really pulling in the clutch where it hurts most. Um, but, uh, I want to find the KTM press release here. It's, it's one of the all time, no quotes of a quote. Um, so he must be frustrated. Oh, I got it right here. We finished sixth. It isn't where we aim to be, but we will look ahead to next weekend and aim to keep fighting from here. <laughs> and, and uh, I read all these press releases every week. They're normally much more detailed than that. This is not the normal, like normally they do get these guys to say stuff. So when you get that, yeah. that means the dude was super pissed and angry when the race was over. Yeah. And they possibly made it all up. Uh, maybe he might've been like, I'm yeah. not talking to anybody is that OGO might've been packed before they even got yeah. back to the truck. Yeah. 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 Definitely, man. It's, it's tough to do this in the middle of the season, you know, for your, for your defending champion. It's tough to, uh, yeah. Yeah. There's just so little margin try to train error. and ride and, and you got an injury and it's bugging you. Yeah. It's, it's, it is what it is. He doesn't look, he's not laying down fast laps. You're right. He's not, he was in practice. He was, what? he was in practice. Yeah, this was I, decent. I thought he was actually. much better. Yeah, his qualifying yeah. his qualifying times are really good, actually. Yeah, he was second quickest overall. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was uh, only until Jet threw down a ridiculous heater at the very end. It looked like Sexton was going to get it. I thought Cooper had second overall. I thought Cooper was quickest. No, shit, okay. No, nah, he was um, like near the top of the board all day long, Like, which I was like, okay, he's back. Like, I, yeah. I really yeah. thought this was going to be a good night for him based <clears> just on that. Uh, Justin Cooper. Yeah, third third quickest qualifying time, and I thought yeah, I thought he wasn't going to be the quickest until Jet threw that lap down. But uh, yeah, seventh for Justin Cooper, not bad. Pretty What's decent. interesting is uh, he jumped the whoops. I think immediately. I don't know if he ever yeah. blitzed the whoops, and um, he was even third in the free practice when everyone is blitzing. Um, so he might have just he, figured out. Maybe he'll just he never. the first guy to figure out the jump and the, the double in into the whoops. No, the, the doubling in was that? actually Justin Hill. Oh wow! Yeah, or I thought you were telling me. Um, what's that? Say that again. All right. Uh, I thought like the Anaheim three, um, mm. Justin Hill, though. That's good. Good job. Yeah. Hill still got that sneaky creativity, even though the results aren't what they were last yeah. year. He still got that, that Hill skill. Yeah. yeah. Uh, rocks and eighth. Yeah. Just never, never really a factor after his Glendale win. Right. He said, he said on social media that he thought he did too much on the bike. So, um, yeah. Trained yeah. too much this week. Yeah, right. trained too much this week and yep. kind of yeah didn't 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 look great. Uh, how about Malcolm ninth because he fell? But what about that he race? He raced yeah. Mookie J. Yep, yeah. he looked good. Back. Yeah, we just and, and I just want to see something, right? Just you don't have to get on the podium. Just show something, you know. Like we need to see some flash. Like like where has that guy gone? And I think we got that. So maybe it was a sign of things to come. But no matter what, it was at least like 
something to be happy about because yeah. it has been a rough go. Yeah, I and mean, Christian's out right with an elbow too. So yeah, teams. Uh, yeah, teams yeah, they need again. that. Uh, Hey, JT, is a little bit of Tomac light? Because I talked last time I talked to Malcolm, I think it was San Diego. So it's a couple of races ago, but he told me he's still just getting used to racing again. So is this almost like a Tomac situation as well? Maybe don't judge Mookie in January either. I don't know. I, you know, like it's, it's hard for me to relate the two, like a direct correlation because all we heard about in November, that's true. How fast that Mookie yes. was going, right? He like, yes. just started riding, you know? Yeah. So I don't know that they're exactly the same. Yeah, good point. Jason Anderson, 10th. Uh, he fell in the first turn. Or he fell first lap. He was dead last. That's all. They literally never showed him. Other than yeah, that. I did notice. I went back and watched the race. You can actually see him getting up in the second turn um, when the leaders are through the whoops. So he's like an entire rhythm lane behind everyone by the time he gets up. I don't know what happened there. Uh, well, 10th. Yeah, I'm way back. Yep. Not, not too bad. Uh, freeze 11th. Vince got in the mix when he doesn't even, you know, I got some DMs about it. <laughs> It's like Vince can't help himself. It's not I really don't feel like any of those are really Vince's. No, no, but just, yep. Yep. I mean, I do wonder like that. That's the weird crash with Tomac. Is that like when they're around him, they just lose their minds in general. (laughs) Yeah, Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oldenburg 12th. Good job for Mitchell Oldenburg. I picked him in fantasy came through, uh, freckles, a good, good supercross rider anyways. Mm -hmm. And, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, he rode really well. Look like he kept the speed up all the race. Uh, Dino 13th. I don't got much to say about that. I didn't notice Dino much, but Barsha 14th, a uh, huge crash in practice. Uh, and then LCQ. And then I'm thinking he crashed twice in the main, maybe just once. It's not good. Yeah. I thought he was down with Anderson. I didn't see him down, but I thought that's what they told me. I, I thought they told me Anderson and Barsha were both down together. I, I don't want to say that that's because of each other. Mm-hmm. Stop me if you've heard it before, I, but I don't want to start anything because I have no idea if that's true. So he definitely started last or next to last. Maybe there was another one. And then I think he got up to 14th or something that was last again. Oh, okay. Near, near back again. I, I swear. I think looking at the lap chart, he was, he lost a bunch of spots again early. And it's just like, holy smokes. I did get confirmation. We were speculating on this, but it is true. Like, yes, the, he had to switch to the 48 millimeter forks, mm-hmm. different, a lot of different new parts this year. Not the new frame. He was able to keep the old frame that he liked. But uh, right. there's a lot of old parts that he loved from last. The reason it went from the Magic Bike last year to struggling this year is because it's quite a bit different. Yeah, and remember, he was the guy that liked the new, the old bike. He was like, he's one of the guys that liked it. Yeah. Everybody was yeah. complaining about it, right. Um, and I know it sounds insane that they would take away stuff that he liked, but until I get to ask somebody over there, like, why can't you just give him 52 millimeter forks and give Sexton... Yeah. 48s maybe there's a reason they can't maybe it's literally we can't inventory that much stuff or i don't know i i don't know but yeah i don't want to speak to them there might be a perfectly logical reason but it sounds bad it's not good no oh oh, this is yeah i would think this is probably the worst start of his 450 supercross career probably um Uh, well near as he he was hurt (laughs) he didn't even race at the beginning of the year a lot so i don't know if that counts jgr years there was that there was the, yeah, JGR years weren't, weren't good either, I guess. No. The Suzuki the Suzuki years, yeah. Oh, so much bad. Um, <laughs> uh, McElrath, 15th. Justin Hill, 16th. Any guys got anything? Benny, 6, 17. Ryan Brees. Ryan Brees got docked two spots for grooming in front of his gate on the parade lap. Did you guys see that? Oh, what? He, 
he I, I guess you can't groom the gate and he groomed it by dumping the clutch and straightening out his rut i would imagine oh really and they can't do the, the, i used to do that all the time I, I don't know i didn't realize this was a thing i mean obviously oh, wow. you can't go in front of it with your boot and fix it that's that's yeah, yeah. obvious but i don't know brace priest no, i used to just... do this all the time like i would pull out yeah. and then like fix it with my rear tire like mm-hmm. not, i wouldn't get off my motorcycle but yeah I'm, i didn't know that was a rule i didn't know either but he got two spot doc two spots for it ryan breeze yeah huh interesting arena cross specialist i'll try to uh, i'll try to ask uh, mike pelletier about that this weekend because that's interesting to me i i that was yeah. a very common occurrence back in my racing days um mumford 19th mumphy 450 good job mumphy Thought he looked good. Yeah. Yeah. Jerry, that's Jerry's first main event of the year. Jerry got into the LCQ. Dude, I swear they told me that it was his first main since 2020. Is that possible? Uh, maybe. I mean, he's done a lot of 250s, right? Yeah, I guess since that's then? why. So, I, I didn't even say it on the air because I was like, I can't believe that's true, but <laughs> maybe it is. Yeah. We had some we had some dudes because Wageman showed up. Yeah. And Mumphy and Wageman and Brees and Jerry is in there and Oldenburg. Yeah. Astropool came back and um yeah, I just yeah. kept the list kept and then two fifties, same thing. Arena cross yeah. guys coming in. It was packed. Yeah. Um Ferrandis was sick, I guess, from what I heard, but then he also had a bike problem in the main event. Yeah, I saw the guys at the airport. I think he crashed three times. So I guess when Mookie and Roxon went down, everybody mm-hmm. went onto the concrete and they said they were all doing burnouts and sliding all over the place, and then he fell. And then they said he fell real bad after that. And then that's why the bike was twisted up when you saw him in the mechanics area. So not mm. a good night. Yeah. It's first time he's been on the top 10, I think this year, Dylan. Yeah. So, I think uh, so. Yeah. Disaster night for him and Wageman. Good job for Wageman solitaire guys. Um, mm-hmm. Getting in the mix. Uh, what was up with Chiz? Anybody know with Chiz? Hold off in the LCQ, but I don't know what went yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. That's not Chiz. Very unlike. No, no. And he was never really good all day. I thought he was sick or injured or what, but it was very odd to see Chiz just not, not chising at all. Yeah. So premature ejection from the Ooh. LCQ. Ooh. Um, all right. That's 450 class. Jet Lawrence, 135. Cooper Webb, 132. AP, 128. Sexton, 127. And that's it. That's the only guys in the fo- folks that can win the title. Oh, right wow. There we go. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, no, it's good. It's, 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 oh, it's, it's fantastic. It's, yeah, it's it's really really interesting to watch, and then you see Hunter getting better, yeah. right? And you're like, oh, okay, like maybe there's something here too with Hunter, right? Mookie so, getting better, like Justin damn, Cooper, bro. yeah, Justin Cooper laying down some laps. Yep, it's so, nuts. Yeah, and we're going into Daytona. Uh, all right, that's been the Fly Racing Racer X uh, podcast for 450s. Thank you to the folks at uh, Fly Racing, of course, and also thank you to the folks at Max's Tires. MXSTs developed by Jeremy McGrath. Soft, intermediate, intermediate, hard terrains are out now. Mountain bike tires are great. Maxis.com for more information on that. And thank you to the folks at motorsport.com. Go through the banner on pulpamex.com to help us out. And great guys, free shipping on everything over 79 bucks. Great return policies also. Uh, motorsport.com, OEM and aftermarket parts. And if you're like Weege and you change oil and you need all these tools and parts, get them from Motorsport. That's what Weege does. They really work. And then Onyx? Yeah, Onyx Maps. Uh, once you get your bike fixed up with those parts from uh, Motosport, go to Onyx Maps, figure out where to ride, public and private lands. They got 500 plus thousand miles of trails mapped out. People leave notes. Uh, so you get more detailed information than you would on any other map app. So go to onyxmaps.com or Onyx Offroad in the App Store. 
You can take it for a trial, I think for seven days for free. And if you want to pay for it and get all those features, we'll give you a, a discount. Just type in racer X, all one word, all lowercase. And you'll learn about some riding areas you probably didn't know about. All right. Fly racing too. flyracing.com, motorsport.com or your local dealer. Uh, 250 class. Well, damn it. That was a brutal crash from Forkner. Uh, Cotton passed Deegan in the heat. Looked great. Um, main event. Now, Deegan was catching him, so that, that could have been really interesting uh, if Austin hadn't fallen, but that was a brutal crash. And, yeah, I mean, geez, Weech. What, what could have been, man? Well, it's significantly worse. I mean, a, a dude levitating over the concrete and landing. At one point, I thought he was going to land head first on concrete. You would think that's the worst thing you could ever see. But then the fact that it's a guy that's been hurt so much, and this has happened so many times too, somehow takes it to an even bigger level. Um, there were so many takeaways from this race, jet crashing, web pulling it out, Tomac going back to old Tomac level. There were so many things to talk about, but I honestly think that the Forkner one might've been the biggest takeaway. It was just so brutal from like a human standpoint. Uh, and we had already heard that it was shoulder mostly, which is like, thank God, you know, you'll take a shoulder mm -hmm. all day long with that. But, and especially when you start unpacking Fortner's career, I mean, it, he made it through one race. Like this is going to be the story again. He only made it through yeah. one round. It's crazy. It's unbelievable. JT. We talked last week about avoiding that first turn crash that would have caught him in other years. Right. That would have, that would have done, done him. He would have been the one on the ground and we got through with it. He rode like a flawless race to win. And, and then this one was looking great again. And yeah, he over jumps the table, you know, goes long on that, gets a little bit of whiskey throttle coming off of that. And then see you later. Damn. Yeah, that was a big one. Um, did you guys see today that his dad mentioned his, one of his contacts came out? in the middle yeah. of the main event before that. So I don't know if that played a factor or not. Um, and neither did his father, oh. uh, but either way, man, what a huge, huge crash. And that, man, I, I watched it about a hundred times and I went over and did a report from that section. And all you can say is like, he, he was unwilling to kind of back out of it. Right. Like maybe if he goes full brakes on the landing and tries to just kind of ride out of it or jump off the track, he saves it. But, uh, yeah, he stayed in it and gosh, what a, yeah, that was, that was the scariest crash. That's one of the scariest crashes I've ever seen, let alone in a very long time. I'm with it. it. It's, yep. it's unfortunate, man. Yeah. Cause yeah, up until then, I mean, I don't know if Hayden would have got him. I mean, Hayden was really riding really well and caught him, but I mean, it was going to be two for two to start the year. And you know what I mean, and, and, yeah, oh, and, be man. and beating the guys who had crashed in the first turn last week, uh, yeah. I think he would have got it. I think he would have won it because what also sucks is he was doing so many things right. JT, to me, he figured out that jump line, the tripling in and jumping onto the starter whoop when Deegan was catching him. Like, that is – you don't see guys – that's like Cooper Webb level. You don't see guys do that very often. And I was like, man, he's really figured things out this year. And I think that was where Deegan was catching him. So I think he would have had Deegan. Uh, I was impressed. Yeah, JT, yeah. You saw the pit boards. Yeah, he definitely was making up time there. The interesting thing is the lap that it went down. So I walked out to the mechanics area, and I read the pit board. Then I gave a report to you guys. I was speaking back and forth with you guys about they told him clean up the whoops. And then he, he absolutely crushed the whoops that yep. next lap, yep. regained kind of his poise in the lead. And then that very lap is when it all came unglued. So I don't know. Like, I don't have a conclusion but definitely the spot where Deegan was making up time was the whoops. And it seemed like 
they had translated that message and maybe he was going to negate that edge that Deegan had. So maybe he held it. In the end, it's a moot point. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, but it, it was interesting to see the race dynamic playing out where there was this huge flaw where Deegan was killing him. They get it to him. He fixes it. And then it doesn't matter anyway. Yeah. Well, remember he was, he was using that line to, to it was faster than the heat. Forkner's line, yeah. line in the heat on the left was better, better than Hayden's. Right the corner and the whoops and everything. So I guess maybe Forkner was like, Hey, I'm going to keep going here. And then all of a sudden it, you know, stopped being quick, but um, yeah. Damn. Oh, it That's going to suck. Yeah. It it's sucks. not, not good. Uh, Hayden takes the win. Yep. Yeah. Good yep. job. <laughs> well, well, I'll give, much better. Much, much better. I'll give him credit for one thing. Um, I mean, we already know he's just a, just a gamer type guy. You know, he's just aggressive, you know, in qualifying, he wasn't all that good. We're really trying to judge right. him closely here because we're trying to figure out if he's even hurt you know what level is he right now and then i asked uh we had brett smith doing our stats this weekend and i'm like is deacon actually a qualifier i'm like tell me what his qualifying has actually been he hasn't raced a lot of supercross but his average Mm -hmm. last year was 6.7 in qualifying and i think he was seventh and i'm like okay so he might turn it around in the races and he did i don't think he was going to get forkner unless he had something crazy planned for the next three laps but the point is he was so much better, so much better when it counted in the mains. And I'm like, man, that's just, it's going to become the Deegan thing. He just goes for it. Yeah. Yeah. He, he wrote well, um, his podium interviews they're they're a lot there. I don't think they're, they're for you. Lot. They're not aimed. He, he, he you are not the audience kid. they're aiming those podium interviews at. He, I just keep saying he's a kid. He's a, he's a, he's a kid. He's a kid. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, I think uh, all those words are coming from the kid though. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe not. Uh, I think, I think it, there might be an adult saying this will sound cool, but they're not aiming. You are not the demographic that they were pursuing. No, no, clearly yeah. not. And I, I want to say I for really, the record, he did say that he was sad for Forkner. He did say that, didn't he? Uh, I didn't hear that part in the press yeah, conference. He said it hardcore. Yeah. He said it on the podium. Didn't okay. he? No, he did in the in the interview. Yes, he yes. was like, "Man, that was a huge crash." Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I wanted to point that out because I feel like people are taking this "Welcome to the Danger Zone" comment out of context and being like, "I can't believe, you know, Forkner's laying on the concrete. Who knows?" And you're saying stuff like that, but I feel he acknowledged it. He he did. Yeah, he felt bad I, I for the feel guy. like I feel like there's been massive crashes for riders, and then the the winner is excited. That's nothing wrong with That's that. His first win. It's yeah, his you first win. And you 100%. don't know how the guy is. You're not sure. I mean, it was yeah, brutal. Yeah. He but may like, not even seen it. Right. Yeah. I, I don't, I feel like I've seen plenty of people excited on the podium after a rider has a horrific crash in front of him. Yes. He may, totally I, fine. I, I feel very strongly that he had no idea how serious the crash was. Like I, I doubt he even saw it. He probably saw yellow flags go everywhere he, in the moment in his first win. Like, yeah, it's uh, to me, he did nothing wrong. Like I, he said, you know, he's bummed Forkner crashed, but yeah. this is his first win ever. What? Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't, you know, like I understand yeah, he's, people he's are being... going to jump all over him because who he, who he is and what he says, but I don't think he did anything wrong here. That's not when I, when I was saying the interviews, it wasn't that it wasn't the Forkner thing. I, I'm fine with that. Yeah. It was just, Oh yeah. The, I know you're just the overall. Yeah. Yes, aura. The, yeah. I, I'm not human. And yeah, just all this. Yeah. Stuff. I get it. I, I that's, um, but that's who he is. That's, that's consistent with them. You yeah. know, like, that's who he is. That's what they're going to get. You're going to get from him all the time. So I, uh, I understand was, it's not for everybody. I don't even know if it's for me, 
but that's <laughs> he was that's not, he was really there. hoping that he, he was really hoping you were not going to follow up after the danger zone comment and then yeah but well, you, were, you were like wait i got another one yeah and usually <laughs> to be fair to them it's usually a one question thing um and it's subject to how much time we have so yeah. they don't know i don't know um i'm just waiting for a cue and it's always one unless otherwise instructed and they're expecting one and then i got to, said hey we have time for another one so i went back in that that's hundred percent not on him. It's usually just one and they're done. So I, I'm not taking the blame either. I don't think anybody was at fault. He's a blame. Yeah. There's no blame. Yeah. Right. He, he wasn't about, expecting it, nor should he. How about the top four or all the top four that was involved in that crash in, in Detroit. And now they're, they're one, two, three, four. <laughs> yeah. What a flip flop, right? Yeah. What a flip flop. And Max Anstey's your points leader. Anstey yeah. went two, two, six, six, and he's got the points lead. Yeah. Yeah. Here's yeah, Brown five, five second in points. Yeah. Yeah. Go figure. Right. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, McAdoo second. Um, Vial third. Vial rode really well. Vial kind of regrouped. I think Hammaker got him at one point. Right. And then uh, got him back, I think at one point. And then Vial got him back. Um, yeah. Kawasaki guys were good all day. Like not counting Forkner's crash, obviously, but um, all three of those guys were right up there and, you know, looking good early. Yep. Um, Vial went down in the same spot Pierce... where Forkner did in the, I think, in practice, yeah, in practice, I think it knocked the wind out of himself. Right? And then yeah. honestly, I wasn't sure what his status was, and I didn't even notice him in the heat. And I'm like, wait, is Vial just out? And then I just see the lineup for the main, and I'm like, oh, tenth gate pick, Vial. Who knew? <laughs> uh, yeah, Hammaker four, Pierce Brown five. Ansi got a terrible start. I don't know if he fell or what, but he was twelfth, I think, thirteenth early. So I don't know if it was just the, I don't know if it was just the start or not. Because in the heat, he got Deegan, right? He also got Deegan? Anstey? Did he? I don't remember it. I'm not sure, to be yeah. honest. I think he did. Um, so he wrote, He was riding well. It's pointed. Anstey was riding well. Just that terrible start. Uh, Hymas was up there, and I guess he went on the concrete halfway through the main or something. Because he was in fifth, fourth or fifth at one point. Hymas yeah, was. he was battling Vial quite a bit. Yeah. And Vial got him back. Uh, but yeah, he was working back there for a long time. Cody Shock eighth. That's a good job for Cody. Not his fourth that he got at the opener, but eighth is good. Yeah, I don't contend. That's absolutely. Legit. First, yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, fifth or fourth. Got fourth, fourth of the, the opener. Yeah. Fourth, okay. Yeah. And then now an eighth. So good job for Cody Shock. He is fourth in the points. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah, title contender, man. <laughs> okay, easy, Bonacci. You've been talking to Bonacci. Yeah. 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 You, no, you, I saw him yeah. in the airport this morning. I'm like, Cody Shock, title contender, man. It's right in it. Uh, Guillaume, Guillaume Fares, ninth, Daxon Bennett, 10th. Daxon had to go to the LCQ. And then, of course, there's that super short turnaround between the LCQ and the and the mains. So, yeah. uh, 10th, 10th for an LCQ place. Not bad. Pretty decent. Uh, how about Romano in the heat? Good job, Romano. We let some laps there. In the yeah, heat. I screwed up and actually yeah, thought it was, was Benick. <laughs> you did. I, and then, because you said Benick, I tweeted Benick and I was like, oh, stupid Weege. That was much better. That was much, yeah. much better. Yeah, it was. And then uh, I don't know what happened to Welton um, in the heat. I think he dropped out of qualifying in the heat, and he was sort of going backwards. And then all of a sudden, he was in. He made it. I don't know what happened. If he just got a second wind or passed a bunch of dudes, if there was a crash or not. But yeah, good job, Wel Welton, because he was out of it. I looked at him for fantasy. So, um, and then uh, Henry Miller, eleventh. Yeah, good job. We didn't mention him. Uh, Lorenzo was really sick in Detroit, so Lorenzo did not ride well in Detroit. Um, and then he was really. Sick sick i guess so this was more like lorenzo lucrucio uh style uh in the main event uh gage yep. linville 
I am uh, in uh, Gainesville, Florida right now for the Triumph Info, and I was just talking to a Mr. Ezra Lusk. Do you guys know him? Do you remember him? Whoa. Familiar, yes. Yes, he's here. Oh. And he and did you know he's training Gage Linville or working with Gage Lin Linville? No. I sure did not. Yep. Well, now you know. I didn't either. Cool. So, All right. Good to hear uh, he's around. Nice to talk to Yogi, though, as always. It's funny, uh, like, I, I see Yogi at the races sometimes, and he's just walking around like no one knows who he is. And I'm like, it's unbelievable that nobody knows this is Ezra Lusk, like, multi-race winner. Like, mm -hmm. it's just crazy to me. Like, I see it happen all the time with some of these former stars, and it's just, it's amazing. Yeah, Weege and I have the, our McGrath story from Atlanta. Remember Weege? Yeah, no one has any idea who these people are. And I'm like, like I'm look, I'm like geeking out, you know, talking to them, and just people are walking around, like, just completely clueless. Crazy. Yogi might be the most underrated fastest rider ever, if that makes sense. Like just how fast he was. And yeah. no one really remembers or talks about it much because he doesn't have any titles, yeah. right? Yeah. But yeah, I'm with you. On Yogi on Yogi's yeah, you day. Ask, like, yeah, you ask ask the guys that had to race him when yes. people were on, who did they not want to face? He would be near the top of that list. Yep. Absolutely. And Timmy. Right. Yes. Okay. Uh, Ryder Floyd, first main event. Of, he wasn't in Detroit, I don't believe. So, see, dark side guy. Isaiah Clark. Dark side guy. Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Texas. They're all, yeah. they're all dark sides guys. Okay. Um, Isaiah Clark, Michael Hicks, Arena Cross guys. Yeah. Coming in. Yep. yep. Um, uh, RC finally discovered Hardy Munoz this weekend. I don't know if he'd ever really watched Hardy much. Did he oh, discover it, Hardy or did Hardy discover him? I mean, I don't know. Hardy but... gave you the full menu. Yeah. The reason yeah, I didn't notice it. Vial in the heat was because we were a little busy watching one of the craziest last laps uh, ever Yeah, for a transfer in a heat. I tweeted this like, that was nuts for sure. I don't even know if that makes Hardy's top 10. <laughs> I don't even know if that's in his, Hardy's top his, 10 moments. His qualifying sessions, like his, his cumulative work on Saturday it was a solid hardy performance. He had some of the biggest moments I've ever seen in qualifying sessions on Saturday afternoon. I was going around, Kellen Brower saw it. I was going around just asking who saw it and who didn't, because if you saw it, you knew, right? And there was a moment, anybody who saw it, Kellen saw it, and all we had to do was make eye contact that we knew what we saw. And it was <laughs> it's... death defied by yeah. Hardy. And then it just carried on throughout the rest of the night. <laughs> Yeah, he he's incredible. He's phenomenal. And, and Ricky finally figured it out. So I saw JT at dinner and uh, JT was asking again if anyone had seen this hardy moment, which I had not. And I was like, JT, I love how you just every week on your fantasy pod, it is just hard no. Like there, it's just a no and we'll move on to another topic. Hardy Munoz will never be on my fantasy team. And then it really came around in that heat. Now, look, he did end up making the main through the LCQ and really yeah, well there. Yeah. But the heat, if the world didn't know why you feel that way, the heat really did show you the razor's edge that you're living on. Oh, Hardy, Hardy. has oh, had some moments. <laughs> um, Him getting I, I bumped off the track and going backwards in the whoops wasn't even his craziest moment of that heat because the rhythm before that. Yes, he's just sent the triple. Just sent Feet it. off the pegs. I don't even know. Yeah. I don't even understand what he did. No, it's it's Hardy's world, man. But yeah, I, I will just, be. I just don't want to live. I don't want to live that way. You know what I mean? I'm gonna like, live. I, I, I don't want to take chances like that. Like I, I'm I gonna live that way. This, the road. 
I'm going to live that way this weekend because Hardy is good at Daytona. Oh, you're picking him. Easy. Oh, easy yeah. On the, easy Hardy, on the good. Just because Hardy's, he is willing to risk his life more than the rest of the people in the LCQ around him through no. multiple red flags. The, let's, let's, this is his house. Away. It's the okay. house. It's the Got speedway it. that Hardy built. And he Got is it. good at Daytona. And I I will be picking this gentleman in Daytona. I, I, I He's good. It's a little outdoors. Which is good, and then he sends it because of the jumps. And it's fantastic. Oh, you, oh, he sends it. Okay, yeah, that's is that what he does. No, um, was Hardy the well, one? After was the, he the uh, first one that jumped Larocco's leap at uh, Donations a couple years ago? Yep. Right. Yes, sure was. Yes, in the mud. Yes. Yeah, and on a two fifty, I believe. Uh, I don't was he? I, 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 I think he was. I, I think he I was. Could, yes, right. uh, you know, yeah, Jeffrey Hurlings. Nah, Eli no. Tomac. Nah, Hardy. Hardy. Um, it's it's great. He's great. They need to have a Hardy cam. Tell Bondo focus more on Hardy during the races because you'll get. They're something. working on getting uh, like uh, an NC seventeen brought down to a rated R, yeah. or else uh, that's that's what they're waiting on for that. Uh, I did talk to Pappy after the race. He said they did make up because they were brake checking each other and cutting each other off even after the checkered flag. Oh, um, okay. I mean, they hit each other like five times on that last lap, and then we had them mm. after the checkered. They they stopped for each other. And then we're like ramming each other even then. But then he said, they're good. They're good for the LCQ. They made up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, from the highs of, uh, of Detroit for triumph, like oh. a top 10. And then Evan wins the LCQ to this. Evan crashes out in press day, uh, separates his shoulder. And then Jalik goes down early. I never saw, I never did see a replay or anything of that. Uh, and Jalik's out. And so, yeah, triumph. The, uh, the highs and the lows. Whew. Yeah. I have no idea what happened to Jalik. He was just yellow flags instantly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, tough, tough, tough weekend for them, uh, the Triumph guys. But uh, ooh, hey, wait, Steve, hmm. what if they need a rider for this weekend? Okay. Well, I'm saying like you know th- there could be some scouting going on here for the next couple of oh. days. Oh, I thought you maybe you were talking about Yogi or I- I'm I'm not much of a 250 guy. We need to be honest. Okay. Okay. Um, little over the weight limit mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. 250, so they may, you know, they may pull somebody else's side, but you will be testing the motorcycle. Correct. I will be testing the the days leading up to Daytona. Yes. Yes. Mm. That's true. Yep. Okay. Yep. I'm deep in the heart of Gainesville. There's there's Gainesville Gators stuff everywhere. And, and we're going to ride Gator back. Speaking of Gators, Mm -hmm. all right. Gator back on the, on the triumph. So looking forward to that. I believe uh, Mr. Lusk is in my riding group. Oh, media um so looking forward to seeing if uh yeah we'll see what i see what i got yeah against yogi mm-hmm. you know so i was uh, joking uh, around with rc about uh he's been able to avoid having to do the laps at daytona the last few years because he hasn't had a bike to ride and i'm like oh you gotta do it you gotta get back out there on a supercross track under the lights <laughs> with a microphone <laughs> with a helmet cam um because i've been joking with him about it for years i'm like everyone just assumes it's still 2007 but that's longer than people think like one of these years, you're going to be borderline 50 years old, and people are going to be like, dude, he didn't even go on off double. Come on, man. Um, so I think yeah. he's starting to think about this stuff now. Like, he is going to do it, but I think it's starting to cross his mind. Like, how long oh, he's going to do keep... it? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's back. He's doing it. But I think it is starting to cross his mind. Like, how long do I want to be doing well, supercross parade laps? It's well, especially like Daytona, too, right? Like, there's it's dark. It's yeah, it's a little, a little sketchy. Yeah, he's the goat. So I think we assume he's not human right. and he can do this for the next 30 years. But 
deep yeah. down inside, he is immortal, and he's probably like. Listen, uh, I just interviewed a. I interviewed a kid not that long ago, and he told me like, I don't really remember Carmichael. You're like, what? <laughs> like, like, you know what I mean? As far as like growing up or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, you're just like, oh my god, he hasn't like, raced really since know. 2007. That's a long time. Yeah, yeah, I know, I, I know, yeah. Legion. That's what I'm saying. I was yes. saying, I don't really remember Carmichael. So. Yeah, I don't remember what year it was. It might have been four or five years ago. He's going out to do the lap. I'm like, hey, do you still want to do this? And I'm like, I don't think people realize you didn't retire three years ago anymore. And he's like, no, yeah. we're getting there. And then he yeah. didn't have to do it. I think they subbed in Craig two years ago. And then the great, you might remember, former champion of Daytona, Justin Brayton did it last year. But RC has a triumph now, and he will be back on the track. All right. Uh, I will be, uh, I will be in Daytona this weekend. Weege, what's, what, what are we doing for the accommodations? What's, what's happening? Yeah. I asked someone from the PR department. Um, didn't really seem like he was digging the idea. So I'll, 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 uh, I'll work another angle. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think they're, uh, might be afraid of some landmines. Might need a Hannibal Lecter mask. Maybe chain oh, you down. Maybe I'll change. Maybe I'll change my flight to go home Saturday morning. Oh, Oh, you have this leverage. is the worst race of the year. This is the worst race of the year. And we're, I even we're, use that. I even use that in my speech. Yeah. Uh, you know, we have to do better for this man who says it's the worst yeah. race of the year. Yeah. Um, so I'm still hoping we can get you behind the scenes somewhere with a good spot. Uh, and this is, this is the first year you won't be doing the live stuff, right? Yes. Yeah, so uh, Kevin Kelly and I put our heads together. Who would be my replacement? And we have come up with none other than the West Kane. Oh, boy. So you will have Kevin Kelly, Rocket Rob Bytus, and Wes Kane. So prepare yourselves if you're going to be in the crowd at Daytona. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Between Rocket Rob and Wes, who have a checkered past working together. <laughs> it's going to be great. Do? Oh, oh dude, notice. years ago at High oh. Point during Rocket Rob's uh, mini bike promoting days. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. It was super muddy at High Point. Tell me if you've heard that before. And uh, they're like, ah, we're not going to be able to do the mini bikes on Friday night. And Wes just grabs the microphone and is like, high point. You want to see these mini bikes riding the mud? And of course the crowd says yes. <laughs> so now they have to do it. And Rocket Rob tears his ACL in like the second turn. <laughs> yeah. And then for years, Wes is like, why is he mad at me, man? Imagine that. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So uh, I think they put it behind them, or maybe not. Okay. We'll find out. Oh, we'll yeah, find we'll out find out. Weekend. Right. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I maybe I'll be there. Maybe I won't. Depends on oh. the combinations. Oh, you know. okay. Otherwise, I'll just be in the stands, everybody. I'll just be in the stands, just <clears> just <throat> standing there in the stands with, you know, watch <laughs> trying to watch the race with no live timing, no nothing, nothing. <laughs> so, uh, all right, JT. Anything else? Nope, we're on to Daytona. The uh, the attempt for Eli Tomac to climb back into this title fight continues. Can't wait, can't wait. This should be a good race. This is this is, yeah, it's gonna be a good race. Yep. Um, all right, Fly Racing Race Rex Podcast, uh, Dallas Supercross Maxis Rental Motorsport.com. Thanks, boys. See you. All right, see you in Daytona, Steve. See ya. Yep. This has been the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show, presented by Maxis Tires, Renthal, Motorsport.com, and Kuba Links on RacerXOnline.com. Thanks for listening and supporting our partners. Don't change the air. Don't change the air.